Welcome everyone to the Good Improv Show. It's happening right here, right now on gradio.ca. That's Edmonton's best local station. We're going to be making some stuff up for you, some sketches just off the top of our heads. As always, thank you for tuning in. Do it. Go. Hello, Sharks. Hello. I'm excited Welcome. to be here on the Sharks Den. Thank you. Nice thank to you have for you. Seeing Let's me. see what you got. I have. Bring it out. Nervous. I have created... No room for nerves here. Bring it out. I've created a pair of underwear that can translate farts into musical sounds. I'm listening. I'm not hearing any musical sounds right now. That is because no farts are being generated. Let me present... Dragons? A can of beans. Excuse me, I'd just like to clarify we're sharks. And over here, I present processed meats to the sharks. Watch as I fuse these ingredients in my belly. Oh, prosciutto. Oh, wow. Noshing down on those. A moment, sharks. Time is money. Money is time. Space is relative. Oh, wow. All right, I've heard enough. I've heard enough of this. Ugh. Now, are you doing that with your butt or is your underwear doing it? It was the filter in the underwear. The butt was merely providing the farts. The filter still sounds a lot like farts. Is there any way you can make it less fart-like? Can you program other sounds into it? Maybe a trumpet. There's a volume dial on the side of the underwear. These cannot be washed, by the way. All right, let's talk turkey here. What's your predictions? Give me some numbers. Numbers! I'm asking for $10 million for 1% of my company. I'm out. I'm out, and I'll tell you why. Because you undervalued your company, okay? I think this is a 10,000% more expensive idea than that. So, you know what? I'm out of this. You I'm know sorry, what? Shark. I'm in. You got moxie, kid. I see some problems. It can't be washed, for example. It's probably good for only one use. I imagine they're very expensive to produce. I noticed you have to have some cables coming out of the back hooked up to this large battery apparatus here. Yes, or AC power. I like your moxie, kid. I like your moxie. Here's my offer. $100 billion... $100 billion, I will hand it to you right now for 1.8%. You'd be an idiot to take this offer. You'd be oh a goodness. fool to take that offer. I'll tell you yeah, what, what I'm going to do. Are you offering I'm better? back in. Are you you know what? I'm better? back in. I'm back in. Put your what I'm going to do is. is I'm going to give you $100 billion, the $100 billion he was going to give you, and instead of taking 1.8%, I'm going to take 0%. All right? That's how much I believe in this idea. Okay. All right. All right. No one's lowballing me here. I will give you $2 trillion. And I will allow you to have sex with the celebrity of your choice. Oh my god. Yeah, anyone you want. Pick anybody. This is a dream come true. Living or dead, we have cloning technology. You want to have sex with Rita Hayworth, we can make it happen. I will give that to you, and I will give you more control over your company. I will take negative percentages, allowing you to have even greater control of all of your company. This is the greatest day of my life. All right, listen, kid, because you had a lot of offers flying your way here. I'm just going to put this on the table for you so we can stop all this, okay? Here's what I'm going to give to you, okay? I'm going to give you the $2 trillion. I'm going to give you this a sex with any celebrity living or dead. Those are included. But here's what I'm going to do. Instead of taking negative valuation in your company, I'm going to personally ruin myself, okay? I want you to take over my companies. That's what I want to have happen here. I'm going to pay you the $2 trillion. You get the sex with the celebrity. You get me. Personally ruined? You got control over all of my companies. That's what I'm putting on the table here. Okay? I accept. I accept his offer. Captain, number one. I know I'm just a lowly ensign on this ship here, and I don't want to talk out of turn, but there was some trouble with the communication system. Oh? Apparently, none of the messages we've been sending have been getting through to anyone. 
That's why they don't respond when Wait, we talk to them? We've sent literally hundreds of messages from our ship. I was just too embarrassed to tell you about it until now. They're just not hearing us, is no, what you're saying. No, not hearing you at all. So I just wanted to let you know. Also, all those communications that we got back from Earth, I made a lot of those up. So no, your wife didn't actually leave you, I don't think. She might have. She might have. As a consolation, she might have. But we don't know that for sure. My child being born? I'm not 100% sure that you even have a child. I just thought it'd be nice for you. You were so down that day. I talked to my father the day he died. And I'm never going to forget that moment we had. That was you? You faked that? Yeah, of course. Number one, I never told you this, but I often get hammered on Romulan ale and have a tendency to send out unfavorable messages that have started a few galactic incidents. Well, Captain, a lot of those galactic incidences are kind of overblown. They've just been me insulting you and Romulan and then you coming back at me with like, oh, yeah, why don't I come get you? And, you know, that sort of stuff. You've been the angry Romulan? I've been the angry Romulan a lot of times. the communications don't work. Oh, my goodness. It's good they didn't go out. So that novel I wrote, never heard anything back from? Like, I sent it out to the space publishers? I think it's safe to say you wouldn't have heard anything back anyway. However, no, they didn't ever get it in the first place. This is probably why a lot of those space vixens are angry at me for not returning their messages, not calling them. Yes, Captain, I'm sure that's what it is. Oh, my goodness. Okay, obviously I was the space vixens as well. Wow. Wow. I, for one, am shocked. We're in unexplored space. Where do you think you're going to be getting messages from space vixens? What happens when we do get someone and they're on screen? We actually see them as we're talking to them, right? Uh, It's my friend Frank. He hangs out down in the communications room. He's got a green screen down there, a bunch of costumes. So every time we've spoken to an alien ship, we've never actually seen an alien. It's been Frank in a costume. Weren't you wondering why the aliens are constantly ordering you to be better to the ensign and do nice things for the ensign and make sure that ensign's taken care of? I assumed it was some sort of cultural metaphor. Can I talk to my dad again? Some of the things you revealed to your dad then were maybe a tad too personal. I understand it was your dad, but your dad doesn't need to hear your every thought. I can't take this anymore. I'm going to be in the holodeck. Does the holodeck actually work? Is that actually a thing? Or is that your friend Fred? It's Fred and Frank. I needed more people for the holodeck because you have more elaborate fantasies sometimes. God damn it. Ensign, that. Still going. That space fiction that I slept with on the holodeck and the Klingon that I stabbed on the holodeck. You're telling me those were your friends? Frank and Fred, yes, they were, Captain. I guess I may as well tell you now, too, that a lot of the torpedoes that we fired have just been me going, boom! I was wondering why I didn't see any explosions. You know how often after the torpedo goes out, I yell, hey, Captain, look over there! You know, that's because of that. It's because of that. That's why that's happened. I just looked outside. We're not actually in space, Okay, are we? it's okay. You never were supposed to look outside. We've been docked this entire time? A lot of it is just like a matte painting that kind of hangs around this. The ship consists of the bridge here, the holodeck, and a couple of quarters. That's the entire ship. We'll finish our five-year mission. Nobody say a word of this to Starfleet. As far as they're concerned, we've conducted ourselves like officers. Aye, Captain. Aye, aye, Captain. Fire torpedoes. I am here at the office of the Guinness World Records to have my name etched into history forever. World's longest pee.
Wow. So how much water have you drank? I drank two liters of water, and then I peed off of the Hoover Dam. My pee traveled all the way from the top of the dam in a continuous stream all the way to the bottom. So it's not long in terms of duration. It's long in terms of the actual length of the liquid measured from where it's hitting. Here I am, gentlemen. Guinness Book of World Record holder for longest pee. What? I peed for a total of four and a half minutes. How long did yours take you to pee? And how long would yours have been lengthwise? I was on the top of a small dam when I was doing mine. What about you? Hoover Dam. Jeez, what I, I wasn't accept? timing myself. But what should I, I accept for longest then? Because I mean, four and I wasn't and a half checking minutes. distance. That's long, but I mean, length long. Oh my God, we could have two longest peas in the Guinness Book of World Records. I don't want to share my championship with this guy. Hell, there, gentlemen. I'm here to get my name etched into the halls of history for longest pea. What? We already have two longest peas. I got a snap pea. That's Really long. How long's your snap pee? A meter. Wow. Okay, that's a long snap pee. All right, gentlemen. I'm here to claim the prize for the longest pee I am. <laughs> Letting all you people in here. I've been growing this here snap pee for more than 45 years. The longest duration of growing a pee. That's right. Wow. Hello, gentlemen. I'm here to claim the prize for world's longest pee. The letter P, it's very large. Eight meters high. You've made an eight meter high letter P? That's correct. Is this the place I come to claim my prize for longest P? I've been saying the letter P for more than 25 years. Oh my God. Like continuously? At one point. You'll all have to calm down. We're going to have... Rhubarb. Okay, all right, okay. I don't mean to brag, but I think I have revolutionized communication. I had a couple of soup cans there, and I uh, I just, you know, tied a string between the two of them so I could, you know, whip them around and whack things. And I discovered that if you hold the string taunt, I can talk into one end, and the noise will come out the other end. What? That's right. I can communicate across a distance. Right now, it's only four feet because that's the length of string I have. I'm thinking if I get better quality string, I can expand that to about seven feet of communication. I'll be able to reach all the way up to a treehouse from the ground. Yeah, right? That's what I'm thinking. Or across a long dining table, four to seven feet. You could also just yell. You could do that if you wanted to strain your voice. Less sophisticated. This is a new technology, okay? I'm pretty sure people are going to eat this up. Because there's, there's literally no other way to communicate across a distance. So seven feet right now is the benchmark that some other bozo was going to have to break. Well, I mean, I could write on a piece of paper, toss it, probably seven feet, crumple it up, throw it. Less sophisticated. (laughs) It's not verbal communication. That's written communication. There is no way to communicate sound across a distance of over seven feet as of right now. Well, I'm going to say it right now. I think this is the pinnacle of human technology. Yeah, I know. I don't think we're going to go any further than this. I don't know if we need to. This is it. This is a 10 foot by 10 foot room. You can hear me in here. If I step all the way to the side wall. Can you still hear me? Well, yeah. If you're speaking up, I can hear you. Less sophisticated. But listen, here. Like, try it through the can. Can you hear me? Oh, my ear. Can you hear me? Can you hear me through the can? Well, yeah, I can hear. Yeah, see? It's the future. All right? The future. This is how people are going to be talking. 
you and your raising your voice slightly from 10 feet away. You troglodyte. What were you saying there? It was all muffled by the can. Well, I, he heard me. Well, uh, pass him the... Pass him the can, and I'll tell him what you said. All right, stand by. Uh, Dan, could you come a little bit closer? There you go. So okay, pass you the can. yeah, okay, thank you. Dan, he said by speaking into the can, he can transmit... Ha- hello? He, he hello? can transmit sound across the room. You have to, you have I'm to, not hearing anything You have the to can. listen when he's talking. And then talk pardon? when he... Sorry, you, pardon, I was listening through the can? You have to listen when he's talking and talk when he's listening. Got it. Okay, so you hold it up to your ear while he's holding it up to his mouth. Got it. And then vice versa. Got All it. Right, try it, Jordan, try again. Well, maybe you can explain it to him. All I, right, okay, okay, right. Ready? All right. Ready. Okay, Dan? Hello. Hello. Dan, no, Dan, Hello? your ear. Dan, your ear. Hello. You hold up to Hello? your ear. Talk. Dan? Hey, is anyone... I'm not hearing anything you to the can. hold up to your ear, Dan. What? Dan, you gotta hold it up to your ear, Dan. When I'm talking, you hold it up to your ear. Don't shout. It's so not okay. sophisticated. Now hold it up to your ear while I talk. Okay. okay? Hello? Hello. Are we, you we there, Justin? Dan, we can't talk. Justin, this time. isn't working. Can't get, uh. I, Justin, I think your prototype might have. I think Jordan might have broken your prototype or something. I'm not sure. You know what? You know what? Forget it, guys. Forget it. Maybe the world just isn't ready for that kind of technology just yet. Maybe yeah. cans are better off holding soup or some other kind of liquid. Yeah, maybe you're right. <laughs> After a lot of work, I finally perfected my uh, my translator. Uh, it can translate any language on the planet right into your head. You will speak, and then the person speaking that language will hear their own language. Thank you guys for coming and helping me test it out. I really appreciate it. Jordan, you need to put this helmet on. Okay. Dan, you need to put this helmet on. Done. Now, I just need to inject this metal spike into the base of uh, your spines. Okay. Sounds good. There you go, Jordan. Ooh. Ah, okay. Dan, it's getting right there. Is it? Did you do it yet? Yeah, it's in. Oh, okay. How this works, basically, is it takes the electrochemical impulses from your nervous system and it translates the words. And there is in your helmets a series of dictionaries from every language in the world. Just simply select your language with your... Oh, I forgot the contact lenses. I got to put these contact lenses in your eyes. Alrighty. Okay, there you go, Jordan. Dan, this is here. here. Put the contact lenses in. Are they in yet? They're both in. Oh. You select the uh, menu. Sorry, Justin, just a mm-hmm. quick question on yeah. all this here. Is yeah. it going to be a problem that Jordan and I both only speak English? Is that going to be an issue at all? Neither of you speak another language other than English? I speak bad English. Well, I... I can speak bad English. Do caveman style? No, I just... I need... Uh... Don't one of you speak like French or Mandarin or, or Russian or something? I have pretended to speak many of those languages. But you don't. I, oh, I man. think I can probably swear in a couple of languages. Would I that just, help at all? Oh, this is going to. I just I need someone to speak a different language than the other. You know, this is my fault. This is my fault. I should have thought of this before I ooh, hooked you guys up. Ooh, I slept with an Italian woman. I, I mean, that doesn't it, it help me. That's cool. I mean, h- how was it? It's okay. Oh, actually, I was in Italy once too, myself. Did you learn Italian when you were there? I just kind of pointed at things and they just kind of got the idea. I also slept with a French girl. Mr. International over here. Jealous as I am, I, I really need someone to speak a different language. Does the language of love count? I could probably do an impression of one of the elven languages from Lord of the Rings. Would that help you out at all? Are they real words? Will you be thinking of actual words? No, it's all just kind of gibberish, I think, uh. for the most part. 
Is nam blues What'd you hear there, Jord? That sounded like Klingon to me. Oh, shoot. Okay, well, that obviously doesn't work. Even if I was doing perfect elf, that's not a great translation. Well, it's, it's, it doesn't work unless you're actually speaking the language, though. Oh, you know what? I saw a Germany movie. German movie? The Germ- German. The fact that you, you don't know it's German instead of Germanese. He told strange. you he speaks bad English. Well, it had subtitles. Anyway, so if I were to see that movie again... I would kind of have an idea of what they were saying. Oh, I had the earmuffs all ready to go. I once bought some tapes so that I could learn Spanish. I don't know if that helps, Andy. I never use them. It doesn't. It doesn't help. I need someone to speak a language and another person to speak a different language. I mean, I've I built the battery packs up that you guys have to carry around. I've I just I I've spent thousands of dollars on this and i just i need to test it and you've got none of you speak a different language i wish all my years teaching spanish could be helpful here i just you teach spanish but you don't speak spanish you know those who can't teach that's what they say right those who can't teach nobody says that i say that all the time oh my god about me how about this sometimes when i'm talking to my dog he turns his head like he really understands maybe i speak dog the dog we can get a dog in here I'd have to adjust the helmet, but I, I bet I could I could translate a, what the dog's saying. I could offer up my dog. Bring him. He's a rescue. He got his vocal cords cut by those people who use them as guard dogs. Oh. You two are running in the space race, and I am your coach. I'm here to win. I've been training. I've been sprinting. A sprinting, getting lean. Yeah, yeah. I'm ready to go. Big mistake. You think... It's advantageous to be thin or advantageous, however you want to say it. I say advantageous. It's actually to your benefit to be like Dan here, obese. When you're up in space, there is no resistance. He's got all this mass on him. He's going to be flying. It's all about mass, baby. What? I don't want you guys to think that this is just because of my natural advantages, okay? Yeah, I'm big boned. Okay, sure. But I also have some pretty serious training that I do on a day-to-day basis. How many pizzas you guys eat a day? A day? You take days off from your training? I've been stepping off pizza. I've been eating lean chicken and white rice and canned fish. If I'm going to eat chicken, it's going to be marrow. I've been working on my sprint. I can do 100 meters in 6.8 seconds. Yeah, here on Earth. But you get up into space and suddenly you ain't moving so quick. Well, you know what? I've been working on my start. I'm going to get on those blocks and I'm going to push off so hard. I'll be further ahead than him. His mass won't even matter. Right? And you can't push off in space. Well, how do we start? How do we start the race then? Coach, let's give us a gentle nudge and that'll be that. A gentle nudge? Yes. Yeah. Every runner will receive a gentle nudge from their coach in space and the race will commence. You know what? I'm actually thinking of dropping out of this race. What? There's only the two of us running. Well, it's obvious that Justin isn't taking this seriously. I'm taking this so seriously. My wife left me because I was training for this. My wife left me years ago because I'm morbidly obese. That has nothing to do with your training. She just left you because she was worried you were going to squish her. I consider all of that leading up to this moment of training. The winner of this race is going to have prestige beyond the wildest dreams imaginable. You think it's something impressive to be the fastest man on Earth? What about the fastest man off of Earth? Well, that's what I've been training for. You're not going to take my dream away from me. I'm going to do this. I'm going to be the fastest man off of Earth. I can hold my breath for about 10 minutes. I'm constantly gasping for oxygen myself. That's where your downfall is because there's no oxygen up there in space. No, we have suits that we're going to wear. 
And Dan what? is able to store more oxygen in his body because he's got wait, more blood cells. Wait, Coach, sorry, go back, go back. We're getting suits? Of course. They're not going to turn us loose in space with no suits. I thought they were. That's why I've been training to hold my breath. You'll die. That's a chance I was willing to take. That's a chance I'm willing to take, too. You know what my doctor said about my situation? I could die at any moment. But you know what? That doesn't stop me from eating a new package of pastrami every couple of minutes. You just ate that whole thing. How many bites does it take you? I've never tried to eat a whole pack of pastrami. All right, I, Justin. I don't even know what to say. Well, since it's clear that you're not taking this race seriously. Thank you. I'm going to hope that maybe you'll pull a Tanya Harding and injure one of the other racers. There's only one other racer. Well, you've got no other choice in winning. Dan, you're my best student. I know. I hope you win this. I hope so, too. There could be another racer out there trying to oh. hit you <laughs> me with a... When I stepped down, I broke my own leg, so must have been all the extra poundage. Oh, no. Well, I, I was going to hit him in the leg. Gonna. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of The Good Improv Show. It happened as it always does on gradio.ca. Edmonton's best local station. If you want to check out past episodes, funny articles, things like that, visit us on goodimprov.com. You can also find us at Good Improv on all major social media. Send us a message and we'll turn your suggestions into a show. I hope all you listeners enjoyed today's show. Please consider hitting share, letting people know about it. Thanks again for listening, everyone. Have a good day.